0: You have just entered the portal of discovery, complete with a British chick intro. Now, strap yourself in. We are in control. We can adjust the treble. The bass. add echo. Welcome to Speaking Out, America. We are in control.
1: It's good to have you back. Jim Watkins, I am your host. You can catch me online at jimwatkins1.com. want to say hi to all the folks. Uh, Especially to the folks in the uh, Metroplex DFW, it's good to have you back. Hope you had a great week. Also, friends in the high desert in California and Talk 960, the folks in Montana and Wyoming and Grand Rapids and Las Vegas, to all of you, it's good to be back. And uh, man, we got a good, good uh, hour for you planned. And everything is about the border. And there's such a great reason for that because. From here on out, moving forward in America, all of our policies, the way that congressional districts are set up, uh, our welfare, our health care, the price of rent, job availability, all of it is going to be impacted by the decisions made by Joe Biden and his administration. To a profound degree, what happens over the next 5, 10, 15 years will be a direct result of the decisions made by Joe Biden in the last two years. And we've got the tapes. We're going to hear from Governor Abbott, who gave gave what I think a great speech yesterday at Eagle Pass. Uh, Trump was there. I watched it. It was so presidential. It was was interesting to me, the dichotomy of leadership that we saw on stage yesterday. It, It was pathetic on the one hand and glorious on the other. It truly was a tale of two leaders, two kinds of leaders, and what kind of leadership. uh, Perhaps you could call it stage props. Maybe that's what it was. Maybe Trump was playing for the camera, but I don't think so. Everything fell into place. He had men standing behind him. Clearly, their body language was saying that they were glad he was there. He was acting presidential. He had Governor Abbott there to support him. And, And what's interesting is... He didn't hog the mic. Uh, Abbott, I think, actually spoke more than Trump. And Trump allowed some of the other border agents to have their their say. And we're going to hear all of that. And then we'll go over to Brownsville and we'll check out what happened over there when Trump was at the heart of, or as they call the epicenter of this tragedy. And it is a tragedy. And I've talked about it a lot on this program, speaking out. It's a profound tragedy. I've seen it happen before. I grew up in Southern California. Uh, I grew up in, in some areas of, of Dallas and Fort Worth uh, and, and also in um, Florida, South Florida. And you see the influx and what happens over a period of time when you have lax immigration policies. It affects everybody. It's not good for this country, especially now. And and. It pains me to see, and it's not just Biden, by the way. We should make that point clear. You know, it's easy to focus and harness and and zero in on Biden and put him sort of as the symbol of why we would be upset at his bad border uh, border policy. But it's also the people around him, his advisors, other Democrats who don't think there's anything wrong. That's what's shocking is that you have people, uh, AOC chief among them, Democrats who silently whisper to themselves, we don't care if these people come across the border. They're just making all that stuff up about the crime and this. And, and it's not. It's actually good for our economy. We need these people to come to our country and work. These poor people that are coming from countries that have been destroyed, oftentimes by American hegemony. And you have a large section of the Democratic Party who is so sympathetic with these migrants, whether it's the media and their coverage or the people who clutch their pearls when they hear somebody say, hey, why don't you go home? Why don't you go back home? Oh, I've seen this. on. They did a thing on ABC once where it's one of those hidden camera shows where they had a restaurant and there were some fake people in, in the restaurant. And these fake people, they were told to turn around and tell these Mexicans to get back to their country. And, and then you would watch the response from the other people who didn't know this was all staged. And I kid you not, everybody stood up. Oh, my God, I can't believe he said that. Oh, that's you. See. And it's like, you know, we got to get over this sensitivity over people that come from lesser countries. Oh, yeah, sure, we all understand why they come here. But is it worth it? Let me ask you something. Is it worth it that if 10 people come from Mexico, and they're truly looking for a better life. But one of those people out of the 10 is a serial rapist. Is it worth it? That's the question. Because the crime... Let's go, let's go through some of this. Uh, here's President Trump talking about the statistics, the results, the consequences of Joe Biden's decisions and his lax policy when he reversed all of Trump's policies. Take a listen. They can't believe
0: it's so sad. Last year, almost half of all ICE arrests were criminal aliens charged for more than 33,000 assaults, 3,000 robberies, 6,900 burglaries, 7,500 weapons crimes. This is all migrant crime. 4,300 sex crimes, 1,600 kidnappings, and 1,700 homicides and murders. These are the people that are coming into our country, and they're coming from jails, and they're coming from prisons, and they're coming from mental institutions, and they're coming from insane asylums, and they're terrorists. They're being let into our our country, and uh, it's horrible. It's horrible. And, you know, I know many of the leaders of these other countries that are doing it, and it's not just South America. It's all over the world. The Congo, a very big population coming in from jails from the Congo.
1: Now, you might remember earlier this week, it's interesting that he, he uh, included Congo. And I told you that Joy Reed's dad lives in Congo. Now, Congo, from most of you who saw the movie Hotel Rwanda, where they slaughtered over a half a million people. is one of the worst genocides in human history in one day or one month. And the, uh, the two tribes that were fighting, well, the ones that, that had the machetes and were due along the killing, you know where they went? They went to the Congo. That's where they went. They sought refuge and were protected by running to the Congo. And uh, and the Congo today is also where they have child slavery. These people are coming over here? And here is a response from a border patrol agent who had this to say in response to what Trump just just declared as far as how bad things have gotten.
2: I I want you to know your agents, my agents, they're mad as hell absolutely mad that President Biden went to Brownsville, Texas, rather than going to Arizona, rather than going to San Diego, California, rather than coming to Eagle Pass, Texas, which has been the epicenter. What President Trump has seen right here is he's seen how his policies have worked, but he's also seen how he can expand upon those policies once he takes goes back into the White House. He has seen how Governor Abbott has been able to use his policies to secure this specific area, the epicenter of the last two years of the illegal border crisis that we have had to endure. And your agents, President, they are pissed. Border Patrol agents are upset that we cannot get the proper policy that is necessary to protect human life, to protect American citizens, to protect People that are crossing the border illegally, we want to protect them as well. And we can't do that because President Biden's policies continue to invite people to cross here. Thank goodness we have a governor like Governor Abbott. Thank goodness we have somebody that's willing to run for President of the United States, forgo everything else that he's been doing.
1: I I thought about that, too. You know, here's a man who is facing how many indictments? 350? Uh, All trumped up. No pun intended. And I think about how hard that guy's job is. And I read yesterday also that in the last two or three years, nobody has seen Kamala Harris. Nobody has seen Mayorkas. Nobody has seen Biden. I wonder how the folks and the lives have changed in places like Laredo, Victorville, Blythe, Tucson, border towns, El Paso. I bet you people lock their doors at night. I bet they make sure their cars are Are locked and secured. I know my son is in the home security business. He says people are making a killing, you know, in these communities uh, where we used to leave our doors open at night to get a nice cool breeze. But we don't do that anymore because we know that that army is out there. We know that that army is out there and they're coming in in numbers that are beyond the belief. In a minute, we'll hear from Governor Abbott, who I think is a fine example of the kind of leadership we need in places like California and Colorado, and we certainly have it in Florida. I'm very proud. Here, here Here's a little clip yesterday from um, Abbott. What a great governor.
2: Today is a day of a, an extraordinary contrast. We have President Trump back in the state of Texas, literally on the border itself, a place that he's been to many times, uh, talking about all the things that he's done to secure the border. At the very same time, we have President Biden, down in Brownsville, Texas, which was an obligatory visit by him. He'd never been to the border. In fact, I don't think he's on the border itself right now. He's in some sanitized location in the Brownsville area.
1: Well, we actually have where he was. And, and listen to this. This is him, Joe Biden, in Brownsville and a group of people just basically shaking hands. You just heard what Trump was doing. This is Biden.
0: Dr. Chief, that's Gloria Chavez right there. They literally told him what to do. Anyway, it's amazing, it's amazing. Thank you, HSI, thank you, ERO. Sir, it's time for remarks, and um, our briefers, i invite you to our seats, and then we'll escort you this way. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. Talking to him like a child. Thank you, sir. We'll
0: now come over here with our friends from uh, ICE, HSI, and Great. ICE, ERO. Good to see you, man. Yes, thank you. Gotta
2: stand on my mark. On
0: my mark's back here, I got oh. <laughs> I'm told where I stand. A little excess. I got to be care- careful what I do here. This is just oh. part of oh, the, the way c- they have to handle him yeah. to get him to do what they need him to do. I, he used note cards while he was talking to them. He coughed at some points. He yawned at other other times. I mean, you yeah. said it was frail wow. and confused. I'd say completely
1: disinterested. Yeah, I would say completely disinterested. A little foggy be back in a minute. Speaking out, jimwatkins1.com is my website. Be right back.